Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. SIPC. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Joe Franklin and Wes Moore on 1037 The Buzz. Your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds is brought to you by Floyd Seafood. It's on Keel Avenue in Sherwood. Floyd Seafood has king cakes for Mardi Gras and the big game. Go get yours today at Floyd Seafood on Keel Avenue. Razorbacks, of course, lose one to LSU. Wasn't pretty. Very disappointing. Looked like they were making some strides, some improvements. Nope. It was ugly. Defense was terrible. Well, it's defending the three. It's defending the dribble drive. <laughs> I mean, we're not we're not doing either. So, you know, if we if we were, we we probably have a better record. So, you know, it's our job to get players to improve. It's our job to get players to follow the game plan. And and um, we've not been good defending the three all year. Can never compare teams of the past, but we're doing the same drills. We just uh, execution come game time is is not there. No game this midweek. No game Tuesday or Wednesday. They'll play Georgia Saturday night, 5 o'clock, home game at Bud Walton Arena. You know, that is uh, one of the advantages LSU had. They had a whole week to prepare for Arkansas. They got to rest up a little bit. They looked like a fresh team. They looked like they were ready to go. So maybe turns around. Georgia has a game on the road at Mississippi State Wednesday night. So it's similar to what Arkansas faced last week, having a midweek game on the road and then turning around, flying out, flying home late Wednesday night, then flying out Friday morning, whenever they flew out to Baton Rouge, and then playing on Saturday. Same thing for Georgia. I, I wondered on the postgame show if Georgia would do like Arkansas did. Remember when they played Georgia and then Florida? They just stayed out on the road. I wonder if Georgia will do that. That would seem smart. You're already at Mississippi, right? Just fly on to Arkansas or wherever and work out, do school remotely, and then play the Razorbacks instead of flying all the way back to Athens late Wednesday night and then having one day at school and then Friday get on, flying right back to Arkansas. They may do it, but it is a shorter trip when you're talking about going from Georgia to Mississippi back to Georgia. Like It's a shorter trip than Arkansas was having to deal mm-hmm. with going to Georgia if they would have gone back to Fayetteville and then gone to Florida. Florida. So. Georgia could do it either way. Either way would be beneficial to them, but uh, sometimes it does make sense to stay on the road. Razorback women's basketball team bounced back. They lost to Alabama on Thursday last night and beat Auburn. And uh, Talia Scott, the freshman, had a huge game, big third quarter, rallied the team. They were down at the half, and uh, they found a way to bounce back so that they didn't lose back-to-back home games. And uh, that was a big win for them. They needed to uh, bounce back. The track and field team, I just got this email. The women's track and field team's number one in the country. Uh, they stayed number one after this weekend. And the men moved up to number three in the country. And the Razorback wide receiver, oh, his name slips my mind. But they he ran the 60 for the first time. 
got third place. And it, Isaiah Satania? No, 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 no. Oh, the one they got from Texas A&M. Gotcha. Remember, okay. he started at Kentucky, or Louisville, Kentucky mm-hmm. transferred A&M. Now he's at Arkansas. Anyway, he finished third in his first meet, and he's like, this is just a start. I've been in fit football mode. I've been working out, you know, lifting weights, doing all that stuff. This was his first time out and uh, tied. I think it was tied for third for the fastest ever Razorback time in the 60. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. Yeah, when you can have those dual sports athletes. Satania so, so is somebody who needs to be running track, though. He's somebody who needs to be involved in the track program. Yeah, he's he's fast. Both those guys are fast. Uh, let's get Lance just texted me. He was trying to call, but he got disconnected. Um, you want to call him or you want him to call us back? Yeah, he. I, we, we can call him. We can call him. Uh, okay, I'll tell him we're calling. So Lance Gassaway uh, will join us next. He is one of the co-owners of Mystic Dan. Lance uh, in Star City, and um, he's been coming on the zone for uh, a couple of years now. And he told us about Mystic Dan back in December and uh, had a rough Smarty Jones. Didn't finish, I think he finished fifth in the Smarty Jones and uh, went back down to New Orleans Fairgrounds and did his training, shipped him back up here for the Southwest Stakes on Saturday. And, man, that horse went off at 11-1, to 1, came around the corner, down the stretch, and Mystic Dan had another gear those horses, other horses didn't have. He literally, it just exploded down the stretch, pulled away, won by eight lengths, pretty cool deal, and now we're going to get Lance on here to talk about the victory. Lance, first of all, congratulations. How you feeling? Uh, thank you, buddy. Feel great, man. You know, after a win like that, you uh, can't help but feel good. I went back. I, I went back, and I watched the race three more times today, and just kind of just to focus on Mystic Dan and his path, and watched him twice, and then uh, then I went and watched the other horses, see if anybody had a bad trip that maybe you know had an excuse that said, hey, you know, we could have been right there with Mystic Dan. I don't think anybody really had a bad trip. Uh, I think your horse was by far the best horse on this day. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. I'm like you now. I've watched the race probably fifty times. But, <laughs> uh, 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 the night after the race, I watched it going to bed, and I watched it when I got the next morning. Studied it real hard, and, and I, you know, I don't think there was any excuses for that race. I think we had the dominant horse, and uh, he showed what he could do. And real, really proud of him. When, when did you first realize that you had something in Mystic Dan? Um, how, how long have you? Had Mr. Dan, when did you realize that this horse could be special and, and win some big races? Well, we've had him since he was born. I mean, he's been ours. You know, we, we bred him. So, from a baby, you know, we didn't know nothing early. You don't really know that other than his confirmation was good, which Kenny, he got an eye for that. And uh, he said, you know, that horse has beautiful confirmation, tracks well, which is the way they walk and all. And uh, But the first time I really noticed something, it was, uh, he was, so I watched the workout, and he was out in Kentucky, and um, I'd seen the workout come out that he was like first out of 10 or 15, whatever it was. But the time, he worked a 34 <laughs> and a 38. I, and I've been, you know, watching horses for years and, and playing them, and I, I'd never seen a horse work a 34. And I just like, yeah, that's crazy. So I called Kenny. I said, look. I said, this horse really worked a 34. He said, I don't put much into that. And I said, Kenny, 34, that's smoking. I said, I've never even heard a horse work that fast. And he said, well, I don't put much into it. I think he was just 
trying to, you know, hey, that's what trainers, they're, they're not going to tell you everything because <laughs> it makes them look bad if you don't turn out good. <laughs> so that was my first indication that I thought the horse had some talent for sure. Is the horse, watching this race, there were several horses, bigger horses. Is he a smaller horse? Yeah, he's not as big. You know, a uh, backwards horse, the, the uh, I can't remember what number, the five horse, uh, Winscott, whatever mm-hmm. the name of the horse was, that sucker come by us and we was in a paddock. I'm like, wow. Because Sherilyn, my partner, she was in there with us. And I looked at her and I said, look at that horse. That sucker was a monster compared to, uh, to Dan. But, yeah, she, he, he's, a, he's a small horse. His mama was a smaller horse. Wasn't a real big horse. Take me through the race. Your mind. What's going on in your mind as you're watching this entire race? So so we knew going in that we was going to uh, rate him. So instead of – in the past with Dan, he we knew he had speed. He, he run the five-and-a-half-hour-long race over there at Churchill. Almost set a track record. Uh, so we knew we had speed, and Kenny said, Lance, we got to get this horse to slow down if we're going to get him to go long, see if he can go long. So we run him back in the mile race at Churchill, which is a one-turn mile, which is a sprint. And we went to the lead, and we tired at the end. So we started working on rating the horse, or Kenny did. So we, we told Brian, you know, hey, get him out. He's got speed to get out, get position, and, uh, you know, get position. Let's, let's rate off these horses and make a run at the end. That's exactly what we did. He broke great coming out of the gate. You could see Brian looking and finding him a spot. Uh, I didn't know he was going to go to the rail. Uh, I thought he'd be three or four wide on the first turn, to be honest. But uh, he got over to the rail, hugged the rail all the way around. When I looked at the fraction, I seen they went like 23-6, if I'm not mistaken, and 46-47, 47-something. They went on a half. And I and we knew all along we want this horse to go 24-48, slow it down so we have some kick at the end. And uh, when I seen the fractions and we four or five off, I thought we had a shot. And then when he uh, turned for turned on the last turn, he was coming around inside, and I could see on the face. I mean, he, he was just jogging, and I could see Brian was just riding. I mean, he, didn't, he wasn't urging the horse, wasn't pushing him. And right around, I told BJ, I said, if, it, if he don't get blocked in, I said, he, he, he's got a lot of horse left. And sure enough, that hole opened up, and he pushed him one time. And I, said, I, I looked at her and said, it was over. <laughs> right at the end of the stretch, I knew it was over. You could tell he, had a, he was full of run. Did you have any idea going into the race that um, – how how the horse would perform on a muddy track because this is something that was different from the previous races that were all on clear tracks. We we thought he would be fine in the slop. We didn't want a muddy track. We wanted a sloppy track because that's faster. It's got the water that shed for him. Um, but we thought he would be fine on it. We sent him down the fairgrounds when uh, all the bad weather got in and a couple times he worked down there he was in the slop and he worked fine. So we thought we didn't think it might be different for him. We're talking with Lance Gasway, one of the uh, co-owners of Mystic Dan. What was better when you're in college and had 16 catches for 190 something yards against Henderson State, or winning the uh, Southwest Stakes? Uh, probably winning the Southwest Stakes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, lot more lucrative. <laughs> so, what's the plan now? What do you? What, what's going to happen uh, with Mystic Dan? So we're. Uh, we talked, I talked to Kenny and the other partners uh, last night and today, and we, we're going to move him back down to the fairgrounds uh, here in the next day or two. Uh, let him just uh, prepare down there. I mean, the weather's better. Uh, the, you know, the weather up here is just so crazy, and it's back and forth, the cold at night. 
keeps these horses sick, but we're going to send him down there to some warm weather and just uh, train him down there, and I think we're going to skip the Rebel and uh, run an Arkansas Derby next. Lance, how much sleep did you get Saturday night? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. It was, it was a late night. You know, we had a lot of, I guess you'd say, parties to go to afterwards. One of our partners, uh, Banks, he, he had a room up in him. My brother had a room up at the uh, hotel, and we went up there and had kind of a get-together and then went over across the street and had a few uh, celebrations, celebratory drinks. And then went to Kenny's house and just made the rounds and ended up at uh, my place. Uh, had a crew over there, so it was a, it was a late night. Hmm. When you when you look at the way that horse came down the stretch, I mean, what kind of hopes dreams do you have now? Well, of course, you know we all dream of the Derby, you know the Kentucky Derby. Um, we I, I've been here before, and you know that's one thing I'm fortunate enough that uh, you know some people never have a derby horse in their life i've been fortunate enough to have two uh, you know the wealth value we uh qualified for the kentucky derby of course didn't get to didn't get to run in it. we got hurt before and it was covid year it messed everything up but this horse we think we got a good shot of getting into the derby i, I don't know that we can get there with the points we got right now i think we're going to be close we have 21 points but um you know if we could pick up a few points from the arkansas derby i think we'll be in there um it, I mean, it's exciting. I mean, you know, you just everybody dreams of going to Kentucky Derby. But hey, me, I like I want to win Arkansas Derby. Mm. That's that's the number one goal for me right now. We win Arkansas Derby, the rest of it take care of itself. Now, I think this horse has got the potential. I know a lot of the, the skeptics uh, are saying, you know, hey, you know, he can't go that far. Well, they said he couldn't go a mile at sixteenth either. And I think he just proved that wrong. Well, I guess I, I never really paid attention. How did how did the horse do after the finish line? He did good, but the, you know the, the the six horse. He came, he passed him on the gallop out. But the thing is, uh, Brian started gearing this horse down. You know, fifty seventy five yards from the the finish finish line. So you know, he didn't gallop out as far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really don't think that's like a Brian told me after the race that this horse got a lot more. So I, you know, mile and eighth, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Uh, mile and a quarter. I guess I mean, we'll see how he does on mile and eight. Mm-hmm. His breeding, you know, he's like Harlan's Holiday into mischief. You know, um, Ma'am's dad was Colonel John. I mean, they're all long distance. The only short, uh, miler in there was Golden Sense, the actual dad. Mm-hmm. So um, he has pedigree to go long as well. Lance, do you race multiple horses, or do you kind of concentrate on one at a time? No, we. I have a four that I'm, you know, in partners with. My brother and I have a couple of one named Nyquist. Nyquist, uh, he ran last week. And this is the difference in the horse racing. The last week we got off the 75 favorite, we run dead last. Horse didn't, couldn't find out nothing wrong with him, uh, just didn't like the mud. Hmm. This week we got off 11 1, we win by eight lanes. You know, <laughs> the ups and downs of the horse racing, who knows? <laughs> Does it make it this more special that you, you guys bred this horse and you know the, the science behind it? And this is kind of like your baby. Absolutely. You know, ma'am, I'll tell you what's even more special is she, we bought her, that was really our first big purchase. And, and that big saying $60,000 what we paid for ma'am. And uh, Kenny had called me. And uh, he said, hey, uh, 
Lucy and Ted Bassett. They have a couple horses, and, and Lucy had just passed away. And said, our husband Ted's going to sell these horses. And said, you know, they look nice. And that's what Kenny, you know, he has an eye, of course. He said, you know, you need to look at these. He said, I think they could be good. So he sent me two pictures and videos of both the horses. One of them was a colt and one of them was a filly. And he said, um, you know, which one you like? And I said, well, I think we like the filly. And he said, all right. So we back. Uh, and we ran her and just kind of got attached to her. And uh, and then when uh, her career was over, you know, he, Kenny told me, he said, man, he said, I think she'd make a good broodmare. She almost made $200,000 in earnings. And he said, you know, if it weren't for her getting hurt, she probably won some stakes races. So I said, all right. So we uh, we decided to start breeding. And he suggested Golden Sense to breed her. And uh, we did. And here, here, here we are now. Hmm. Pretty cool story, Lance. I'm happy for you. Really? Well, I appreciate you, buddy. Well, and now it's the waiting game. Uh, you know, it, it, even hearing from Kenny after the race, it's a long time between now and May. A lot of things can happen, and that's the, that's part of the horse business. You just got to sit and wait and hope everything, the horse stays healthy and ready to run uh, come derby time and then maybe come der- uh, or, or Kentucky derby time. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing right there is uh, that they can stay healthy. These things are fragile and, um, you know, just one step, and they can be, career can be over. They're like that. Mm. Do you get? So, uh, yeah. Do you check on this horse? Well, Will you now check on the horse like every single day, twice a day? <laughs> no, no, we did. We go over to the barn. We're over there about every weekend. We go to the barn and feed him peppermints. And uh, uh, yesterday morning, of course, we went to the barn and had a, a few people with us, and they wanted to see him. So we went to the barn and seen him, fed him peppermints. I do. I usually do check the day after the race to see how they come out of the race, make sure they ate all their food and. You know, make sure they're not sore or any heat or anything. So, but other than that, I mean, usually they'll call if something goes on. So you really hate to get calls from the trainer. Mm. That's usually bad news. Lance, it was great to catch up with you. Congratulations, and uh, hopefully, I'm making this call after the Arkansas Derby. Sounds great, buddy. I hope you do too. I hope we get to talk a lot then. All right, let's do it. Lance Gasway right. with us. We've got to keep an eye on that horse. It's going to be a. You know, with Arkansas ties, come Arkansas Derby, that's going to be one of the uh, the betting favorites. People are going to jump on it. And I know some people, you know, the, the handicappers, the national handicappers, like kind of he suggested, that don't feel like this horse can go longer and uh, may not be, uh, you know, one of the favorites. But shoot, if you go back and watch this race, you don't have to be a horse racing fan to be impressed with the way that horse finished. It was one of those where they turn, they come around the stretch, come around that last corner, and Mystic Dan goes right on the rail, catches a horse, and it looks like it's going to be those two all the way down the stretch. Then all of a sudden, it was like the jockey hit that turbo boost, and <laughs> I mean, just like took off and just smoked that horse, just left it behind, and that, the gap just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, eight links. Running away with it. Yeah, they're going to have to pay attention to that, though, to kind of gauge what this horse can do, not only in in one of the next big stakes races, but if the horse performs well enough to get to the Kentucky Derby, then that's something you're always going to have to factor in, how the horse has performed before. In every race, the horse has finished no worse than fifth. So fifth and better in every race that it's Mm -hmm. been in, in the five races. And as, you know, Kenny McPeak was on the zone earlier today, and even Lance explained, you know, that was his first trip, you know, the first length race, and he just ran out of gas. He didn't pace himself. The horse didn't. The horse has to learn 
how to, he said, rate himself, to put it in layman's terms, just how to, to relax and not use all your energy early in the race so that you have it, and then you can hit it at the end and finish strong. That horse obviously learned, Mystic Dan learned how to uh, save his energy until he came around that far far corner and then turned it on. So that's, that's part good, of the learning process. That's where a good trainer comes in also. Yeah. When yeah. you feel that the horse is, is doing something that is not working best for it, then that's where the trainer teaches the horse, and, and then the horse is going to be able to learn from those experiences on its own. That was fun. A little uh, Southwest talk, a little horse talk right there. I love the horses, Joe. I, and I don't bet all the races. I'll just watch a race. I like watching them run. I like seeing Sometimes you got a horse likes to run out front, and he's just fast enough and saves enough, and he'll just keep the lead the whole time. And then there's those that will just sit off the lead, and then, bam, come around that corner, pass him up, kind of slingshot his way around. It's probably best to not play every race. That's probably uh, the best thing. Yeah. I don't have that kind of money. I like winning. I didn't win. <laughs> Which, you know you know better next time. I'll be all over Mystic Dan next time. We'll take a break. We'll open it back up. Take some phone calls when we come back. This is Out of Bounds. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. This is Sports Center. In the NFL, the Washington Commanders have found their next offensive coordinator in Cliff Kingsbury and have signed him to a three-year deal. Kingsbury was close to joining the Las Vegas Raiders before contract talks stalled. He spent the fall as USC's quarterback coach and senior offensive analyst, working closely with projected number one overall pick Caleb Williams. Washington is also set to hire their defensive coordinator and Cowboys secondary coach Joe Witt Jr., who will be following Dan Quinn to Washington. Quinn was officially hired as the head coach on Saturday. And the Dolphins hired Ravens assistant coach Anthony Weaver to be their next defensive coordinator. Weaver replaces Vic Fangio, who is now the defensive coordinator for the Eagles. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. So I was talking to my friend Bobby the other day, and he said, is this QC Kinetics real? Like, will they really get rid of my joint pain? I said, absolutely. If you've got injuries or if you've got arthritis, just call them today for that free consultation, and they will show you exactly how your own body will heal itself. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Connects uses regenerative medicine that is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Do you have arthritis? 
arthritis or maybe an old injury. Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Do like many people in Central Arkansas have done. Call QC Kinetics now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Once again, the consultation's free at QC Kinetics. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. If your bathroom needs a new look, make Home Outlet your first stop. Choices are endless with a large selection of new in-stock vanities. So many sizes, colors, and tops. LED mirrors, faucets, freestanding tops, and more. Great quality products at the guaranteed lowest price. Something for everyone. And the service at Home Outlet, they can't be beat. Find us at homeoutlet.com. Break up with your big box store. Kitchens, baths, and floors, and more. Home Outlet is your home store get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at hogs meat market where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses hogs meat market the steak people Need some tires? Big O tires. They'll take care of you. If you're waiting for that income tax refund, don't wait. Big O tires has financing options available for you. And they realize you may not have perfect credit. That's okay too. They're willing to work with you. Great selection of tires at Big O tires. All the name brand tires plus the Big O tire. And they do more than just tires, they'll work on your vehicle. Need your brakes done, oil change. Whatever the case, they got the mechanics on hand ready to work on your car. Two great locations, Cabot and Conway. And Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court. Go see our friends at Big O Tires. That's the team we trust. Westmore and Joe Franklin with you. 661-1037. We got an open phone line if you want to jump in here right now. I want to talk a little NFL 
Super Bowl, six days away. Have you decided you got a party? You going to a party? Uh, haven't uh, haven't decided yet, yeah. but I'll end up somewhere. That it, is, it's going to be a party. Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be a party. That's somewhere. the way to do it. Wherever you show up, it's going to be the party. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily saying it like that, okay. but yeah, making it to a party some way. The uh, ooh, that's a new button. The out of bounds question of the day: What's your favorite way to watch the Super Bowl party? You like to. Go to a party or watch the Super Bowl. Do you like to go to a party, a Super Bowl party? You like to just go to a bar or a restaurant, or you just like to stay at home, watch it at home, so you can focus in on the game, focus in on the commercials. You can go vote on Twitter. Buzz has tweeted that out. I think I retweeted that. Maybe I didn't. Do you have any results over there? Has yeah, anything let's happened? See. Let's see how we're standing on that. Wow. Okay. This is interesting now. 76.3% say home. Wow. Yes. That is a surprise. I did not see that one coming. 20% Super Bowl party. Yep. 3.4% say bar restaurant. Okay. Uh, Walk-ons has been happening. Uh, I know a lot of people have been going to the Razorback games or even the NFL playoffs. Man, that place was packed uh, after a Razorback game to watch the Chiefs or whoever play. Uh, It was a great environment. It was a lot of fun watching the games there at Walk-ons. I think uh, probably, um, no, not probably, we'll be at a Super Bowl party. Maybe at our house. I don't know where it's going to be, what we're going to do yet. Uh, but I can't. Have you hosted a Super Bowl party before? Yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm trying to think. If I have ever just sat at the house and watched the Super Bowl with, you know, just me. Or, you know, one or two people. Or my wife and the, the girls. I don't think I've ever done that. I think we've always gone somewhere. You may have to experience that at some point because... That uh, that's a good experience too. Not that you want to necessarily do that every year, but sometimes you need to take a step back and hey, just watch it with just a few people, so that you can pay attention to it more. If I ever had to do like a, a big Super Bowl rap show, you know, like a post game show or something, I might do that so that I can really pay attention, take some notes, focus in on the game, so I sound halfway intelligent talking about it. Like when I, when I Razorback game, I had to do that. You know, I'd sit and take notes. My my buddies were making fun of me at walk-ons. Had my notebook out, taking notes, writing down stats and key points in the game. Calling me a nerd, and I'm like, I gotta you know, I gotta be ready. I gotta be ready for this post-game show, so I know what I'm talking about. Like, so I, I I could see you know having to watch the Super Bowl like that, but otherwise, you know what. We'll be we'll be fine on Monday. <laughs> Coming back in here and talking about the Super Bowl after watching it at a party. Now it does make it more difficult to talk about the commercial specifically if you're in a, an environment where a lot of people and it can be harder to hear the commercials. But um, for the most part, I can, I can watch the game and know what's going on. And this day with the commercials, if that's something you're really into, a lot of times the commercials will be released before the Super Bowl mm-hmm. even happens. And so you'll have a, kind of a good gauge on some of the commercials already. Have you seen any? Uh, the NFL does a tease of one every year. So that one is definitely out there where they're showing you some of the commercial, mm-hmm. but then you get to see kind of more of it and the end result. So it's, uh, it's kind of like a global commercial where it shows players in different places. And uh, we know how you know some of those turn out. We've seen it before where they're running and chasing somebody or somebody's running, mm-hmm. and then you see the players uh, yeah. that are kind of chasing yeah. the person that's running. 
So they put that tease out before. Yeah, a lot of times the uh, the morning shows, the Today Show or whatever, they'll have a, a kind of some of the commercial reveals and a story, and they talk about it. I haven't seen that yet. And even like our newscast, I know there'll be like a national story that will run that'll have little clips of some of the commercials that have been pre-released, but I haven't seen that yet. Maybe a little too early in the week. That could be happening later in the week. All right, let's take a phone call real quick. Dustin's in Redfield. Dustin, welcome in to Out of Bounds. Hey guys, I just also want to say I love this, love the new show. Oh, I think it's a great combination. I only got really one question for you. I know that uh, if by some out of this world scenario that Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, that Brandon Allen could play. I was just wanting to know: has there ever been an Arkansas quarterback ever play in a Super Bowl? And I'll hang up and listen. All right, so it wouldn't be Brandon Allen playing if Patrick Mahomes no. got hurt. Yeah. It would be Brock Purdy that happens to get hurt. And Brandon Allen is the third-string emergency quarterback. So two quarterbacks yeah. would have to go down for Brandon Allen to be able to have a chance to play. Sam Darnold is the Niners' backup quarterback. And they had a little competition in the uh, preseason uh, for that number two spot. And obviously, Sam Darnold won that competition. Did Joe Ferguson never play in the Super Bowl? No. No? No. Now, the Bills went to those four straight, but that was long after Joe Ferguson was playing. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any other. Now, they did have good looks at it at the time, though. Yeah. It's a good cut. I don't think a, a Razorback has ever played in the Super A quarterback has played in the not, Super Bowl. Not as a starter. No. But, yeah, there have been some connections there. Sure. I, I never thought of that. Wow. It will take a lot to happen. I, I don't hope that happens. Well, the 49ers <laughs> no. definitely hope that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, the, it happened last year in the NFC Championship game. They're better prepared for it now, though, yeah. because they have three quarterbacks. Well, last it created year, they only that, had two. It created the rule. So now you can have that emergency quarterback, that third emergency quarterback, but not count as a roster spot. And he's not on your technical 48-man roster for a game. He's your extra quarterback. Yeah, because the other two quarterbacks have to be out and cannot come back in if that third quarterback comes see, in. See, that was the rule for a long time. Then they took it away, and then they brought it back. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, for good reason. You For teams that choose to have three quarterbacks, it's great to, to fall back on that. Why wouldn't you? You know, some teams didn't take advantage of that rule this year and have a third emergency quarterback. Oh, yeah. It's about half the league. Half the league has three quarterbacks. The other half, they feel comfortable with two. That's silly. I mean, what's what's it costing you? Six, seven hundred thousand dollars? Are they that cheap that they don't want to do that? Depending on how much experience the quarterback sure. has, like Brandon Allen, like Brandon costing Allen. a little bit more. Than yeah, that. he's he's going to get the vet minimum. Yeah, which is over a million dollars. They could win you a game. Have a third quarterback play that game for you instead of a, a wide receiver taking snaps or somebody? I, I just don't know why you wouldn't take advantage Especially of that. Especially when you get in the postseason. In, yeah. in the regular season, probably not so much, but postseason, it's definitely worth Ooh. it. Southern Structural Solutions text line. I saw one on here for you, Joe. It was uh, asking about a former Steelers running back making a comeback. Le'Veon Bell. Is this for real? That's what Le- they wanted to know. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell put it out there to say that he's about to put an effort into making a comeback and he also went on to say that that's only going to be for one team so he said he's going to put it all out there and he didn't even name the team but he said that everybody knows the team that he's talking about 
Now, the Steelers actually have a really good run game with Jalen Warren, Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can add to that mix and add talent, of course you always want to look into that. Le'Veon Bell even went on to say that he's if if he is able to make this comeback, you're going to see the best version of him better than he's ever been. Don't know if that's possible at his age. What is his age? He's he's not that old, but you know, running backs, they consider him old once you get 30, close, close to 30. Mhm. Yeah, so he's at he's at least 30. Let's see, he is 31. Mm. But yeah, it's just not possible that you're going to be as good or better as an older running back as you were when you first got into the league. Ethan and Atkins is over here poking me. He wants to know if Arkansas is still the better team, Wes. I said uh, Friday I felt like Arkansas was a better team than LSU. Um, no, LSU's a better team. They wiped the floor with Arkansas. I don't think LSU is 22 points better than Arkansas. Think, that's all we have to go on now. But that's all I got to go on. I uh, I promise you, Will Baker will not have twenty seven against Arkansas when they play in Fayetteville in a couple weeks. I promise you, Will Baker will never go seven of nine from the floor again in his life. <laughs> never. <laughs> Is it no nine for eleven? I'm sorry, I missed. I, I shortchanged him. Will Baker will never. Joe was like, well, Wes, he's wide open. I don't care. Will Baker could not go into the sh- into the gym this morning and make nine of eleven. He couldn't. Nobody gardening. He's not that good. He was. That's why he's putting hot. in the work, though. He was red hot. Four or five from the three point line. He was ready for the moment. <laughs> he did. And, and kudos to him. Arkansas gave him that moment. Yeah, they did. Uh, so yes, LSU's a better team. And by the way, Ethan, I uh, I said Friday on the show that uh, you talked me into it. I was going to take the uh, Arkansas on six and a half. I woke up and bet Saracen it was down to four and a half. I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it. I don't, I'm not confident in Arkansas in any way, shape, or form. So I didn't bet it. I know you. I said Friday you talked me into it, but I chickened out, and I'm glad I did. Uh, I'm not reading that one. J.K., what's J.K. got to say? When we beat Missouri... Hogs Plus showed right after the win. Muss's face and every face is player except for high five. Oh, high fived everybody except for Ellis. Wonder what he's done besides that. The turnovers. Muss is clearly out on L. Ellis. He is. And I said that earlier. I mean, when you uh, you're playing Donna, what is his name? Harris. Donna J. Harris. Mm-hmm. When he's getting extended run in a blowout, and L. Ellis isn't seeing the floor. Something's up. Something he's in the doghouse big time. Harris, by the way, was one of the players that laughed whenever Musk was talking to the ref. So whatever he said, it, it made a few players laugh. Uh enough already. Everything that can be said about the Hogs has been said. Every call is from someone that's wanting to gripe and hang and say the same thing. Enough. Okay. Well, we're gonna talk Arkansas. We got to. Good times and bad times. But um, I, I feel you. Savage chimes in. Wes is the negative side of the portal. Is this the negative side of uh, the portal in college sports? Arkansas is the first example of that I've seen. Your thoughts? Oh, no. They're, I mean, teams all across the country miss on the portal, and we don't see those teams because they're not on TV. <laughs> they're not any good. Uh, no, it, it happens every year. It's just it's happening in our backyard, and we're seeing it we're, we're better than anybody, up close and personal. So because it, it, it hits closer to home, 
you know, it feels like you're the only one, but no, no. Teams miss out on the portal all the time. Well, especially with the numbers. The number of players that are brought in for this team specifically this year, then you're, you're going to miss some of those. Yeah, I think what, what really is kind of striking in this case is these players were successful and put up good numbers. You know, whether it was Louisville or Temple or Houston or wherever the case may be. I mean, heck, Jalen Graham was second team all Pac-12, and he was a miss last year. It's, we're just now seeing that Jalen Graham for this team. That's because he's playing more. Because he's practicing better, and now he's playing defense and rebounding. Before he'd get a chance and wouldn't rebound and wouldn't defend, and he'd get yanked out of the game. Now I think he, he is. No, he is playing better defense, and you see him rebounding and, and getting after the, after the glass. He has a better understanding of what goes on here and this being the second year that he's around. And a lot of people were surprised that he came back for a second year to begin with. I was very surprised. I mean, I was stunned when he said he was coming back. I thought he would hit the portal and go somewhere else, for sure. And I didn't know if Arkansas would want him back, honestly. I thought they would tell him. But they saw enough out of him that they felt like with another year, maybe he would grasp what they were wanting him to do. Must knows. He, nah, can't read that. Can't read the cussing and stuff. Y'all don't do that. Wes, in horse racing, <laughs> when a horse takes the lead and stays in the lead, finishes in the lead, that's called wire-to-wire. It's a wire-to-wire finish, brother. Yeah, I, I know. I was, I was trying to... Uh, just give different examples of, of a horse race and how it goes and how I like to just watch a horse race, with, even without betting. I just like to see the science behind the race and watching them run. It, it's pretty cool. Bucket list, if you've never been, Kentucky Derby. And I would love to go back, especially like if Mystic Dan qualifies for the uh, Kentucky Derby, I would love to go back. It, is, it was a bucket list for me, and to get to go to the Kentucky Derby, that was cool. And uh, Arch, Arch, Arch. You may have remembered that horse years ago. The Yegos is on that horse. And I went up when I was with uh, the different TV station and did a story on them and Arch, Arch, Arch and went to the Kentucky Derby and followed them around. And I actually got to stand at the finish line on the track right in front of the stands, feet in the dirt, and watch the finish. It is remarkable. I mean, just the you can feel the ground moving and shaking when those horses run by, and just to hear them come by, and you know, just the stuff you don't see on TV. It was it was a great moment. Kentucky Derby has always been big, but you think about from the time that you went to now, it's grown even even that much more. Mm-hmm. So it it probably would be a different experience if you were to go back now. You know how it's really taken off is now on Friday is a big day. You know, that's Ladies' Day now, they call it. They have all the uh, big stakes races for the lady horses, the females. And it was kind of known there in uh, Louisville as the locals' day. That's when everybody would go locally because they know know Saturday's a circus. They don't want any part of Saturday. So they would all come on Friday and blow it out. Well, now that's taken off, too, and so many people go and make it a two-day event and go Friday and Saturday. That's interesting mm-hmm. that it's changed that much over the years. Yes. Ladies' Day has blown up. Now the coverage is big on Friday, too, on TV. 
All right, we got to take a break. DJ, hang in there. I'll take your call right when we come back. We're running a little bit behind. I want to have some time to talk about your call instead of hitting the break. So stay with us. You're up next. This is Out of Bounds. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at Chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed control and fertilization service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or even trying to do it yourself. 315-9395 or go online at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa, and Valentine's Day is here. We have specials ranging from $60 to $200. How about the Love Bug Special? A 60-minute healing stone massage with a chocolate espresso treatment. $150. Find all of our specials at avabelladayspa.com. Print your gift certificate from home or send it to the recipient. It's as easy as that. Thanks and happy Valentine's Day. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. 
Babbel. Babbel. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Wrapping up hour number two, glad you're with us, Westmore, Joe Franklin, and you. We're going to take some calls and ask DJ to hang in there. We would take his call. DJ, welcome in to Out of Bounds. Thanks for hanging. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, man, it, it's really one thing that's really frustrating to me to watch this team is the lack of offensive ability on the big man. You know, we've been blessed with some Bobby Portis, Daniel Gafford, uh, Jalen Williams over the last, you know, eight years. And having that offensive ability to go get points when the guards couldn't do it. And I think that's really what we're missing with this team because right now our only yeah, people can say Jalen Jalen Graham, but I mean he's he has some funky times too. Uh actually the only good shot he has is that six foot one hand little hook shot. But he's so small he gets pushed around. I mean I think if if Muss is going to hang around, he's going to have to go back out there and get you an offensive threat as a big man. Um, that's that's just my point on that. Is we've been blessed to have some really good guys in that that five slot. I mean, even you know, Adriel Bailey shot forty percent from three point, and he wasn't really a big man. He was about six six, but he could stretch the floor. He could score points when needed to be. You know, even like let's say Cody Clark, things like that. Mm-hmm. Guys who could play that four and five slot, but also stretch the floor. Teams aren't scared of us underneath, so they're able to get all of you know, work the perimeter, get up in those guards' faces. They're they are literally not scared of us. In the best game that we played this year, we did what? We attacked the paint and we went inside. Now, granted, Missouri's horrible, but. I mean, we no one's scared of our big man, and until we can learn how to play better offensively as big man, then we're going to keep losing. So, yeah, and another thing that hurts them is the big man can't shoot outside, and so teams just leave them out there. How many times have you seen Mitchell or Graham catch it from you know eighteen, twenty feet, and there's nobody around them, but there's nothing for them to do with yeah. it. They're, yeah, they're not scared of them. You know, Daniel Gafford, Bobby Portis, Jalen Williams, they all could shoot. And that's what we don't have right now. And so teams aren't scared of it. They're like, well, we know how to play this thing. We can beat them easily now. Because we've won with having that big man can shoot. Even Connor Vanover, you know. I mean, sometimes it got a little iffy on watching him pull up, but he could knock them down. And people were kind of still cognizant, knowing that, hey, he can do it. So we at least got to get out there. And people aren't scared of that no more. So... 
DJ, thanks for the call. Guys. Yep. You know, that's probably one of the reasons they scrapped that, you know, spread offense like they were doing. You know, putting the five guys out in the perimeter and driving around, playing a little ISO, kicking it out to the open guy. So many times that open guy was one of the big men. Well, they couldn't do anything with it out there. So then you had to reset the offense. So they kind of scrapped that, and they've been going to a, a different offense, different sets the last couple of games. And it's been, you know, a little bit more effective. They couldn't get inside in like they wanted to against LSU like they did against Missouri. LSU deed them up the first 10, 15 minutes of the game. It was impressive. LSU came out, and the you could tell the emphasis was to stop Arkansas's penetration. I mean, their coach was over there on the sideline. He was down in his defensive stance, encouraging his players, and they were Ding up Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas could not get anything going to the basket at all. That offense only works, the one, the previous offense, it only works when Trevor Brazil is in the lineup, and yep. he's been in and out of the lineup, so that was why they had to do away with it. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about a big a good man point. that's going to step out and shoot. Yeah, that's a very good point, Joe. And since he's been gone, can't run that offense. you got no threat of Jalen Graham or Makai Mitchell pulling up for three. If they did, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> they wouldn't be playing. Go to the glass. Go to the glass. Mitchell did take a shot. That's it was showing you how thing how good things were going against Missouri. Mitchell pulled up from like seventeen feet. Nothing but net. Even Graham against Missouri. Remember he did the one handed floater from like fifteen feet? Oh yeah. He did it again against LSU. It didn't it didn't go in. Things weren't going as well. Yeah, and, and DJ was right. Sometimes Graham gets pushed out and he tries that hook shot from a little too far out. It's very effective from like six feet, seven feet. He tried one from like 10 feet the other night or other afternoon against LSU. Didn't work. Didn't go in. Joe Klein's here in the studio, and the studio smells a lot better now. And it's not the cologne. It's the corkies. We'll talk some. I got to turn it. I got to figure out. Yeah. I don't know, Joe, what I'm doing over here. I'll just turn on all the mics. We'll be ready to go. I got, yeah. to, I got to carry it in in front of Justin. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, hour number three with Joe Klein is next. Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Serious injuries happen every day. If it happens to you, don't wait. Dial 8. Dial 8 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or wherever is easiest for you. Dial 8.